Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here. Fightful Smackdown Podcast. It is June 13th. We have the last Smackdown Live ahead of Money in the Bank to talk about. Of course, we are coming to you live right after Money in the Bank this Sunday. Also, myself and Showdown Joe, who brought you the Holy Smokes MMA podcast today. We're coming to you Saturday afternoon, not right after UFC Singapore, but a few hours after it finishes, since the show starts at about 4.30 in the morning. Of course, I got to put over tomorrow is the list and your boy. Jimmy Van reached out to Jim Cornette in an effort to schedule a debate. This was a real thing that he was going to try to do. I don't know what the response was, whether it was accepted, whether it was not. For all I know, on the broadcast tomorrow, he could say, Sean, you're, you're driving to Lexington or Louisville or Indiana or wherever the hell Jim Cornette and Vince Russo live, and you're going to me- uh, moderate this debate. I agreed to do it. I don't know what Vince said. I don't know what Jim said. But Jimmy Van did get a response from Jim Cornette, and he says he's going to read it live on the air on the list and your boy at 3 p.m. Eastern. Right now, though, I am joined by Jeff Hawkins. Jeff, what do you think that response will sound like? I think there'll be a few F-bobs in there, perhaps. Um, I think Coronet will uh, either politely or not politely decline. We are also joined by Anna Bauer. She's an award-winning actress. Anna, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you, Sean? I'm good. Are you excited for the debut of Glow? When does that come out? Thursday Next or Friday, right? Week. No, oh, it's no, the end of 23rd or something. Oh, okay. I thought it was the end of this week. My fault. No, it's been getting incredible reviews. So, you know, season had, two, Alison Bree's sister. Yeah, I had friends who went to the premiere, and uh, they really liked it. So, yeah. I'm excited to check it out. I think my wife's going to watch it as well. The first thing she said is, this isn't a documentary, right? And I was like, no. <laughs> and then, then I said, it's written it's from the same people who made Orange of the New Black. And now she's interested in watching it. Mm. Yeah, my, my thoughts exactly. We have SmackDown to talk about tonight. The last show before Money in the Bank. Jeff, what would you think of the show overall? 
point to briefcase, looks up. That's a bad way I thought of it. It wasn't bad. It, it's not my idea of a great go-home show, but uh, it was a weird combination of plugging the uh, plugging the pay-per-view and long house show matches, which I found intriguing. I, I, I'd say, you know, if you wanted to read too much into it, I, I'd say that WWE, for the most part, phoned it in this week, but uh, I'm not going to go that far. Anna, go-home show for Money in the Bank. Did it... Did it sell you on anything more than you had been sold in previous weeks? Uh, There's a few angles that were highlighted and certain people that were highlighted, which we'll go into. My biggest gripe with it was they kept panning up to that briefcase. It's (laughs) still there. Nothing changed. And then we missed a bunch of in-ring action. That's Um, something we will definitely, something we are definitely going to touch on during this broadcast. Production as a whole. A big issue. Yeah. And that's that's something I'll, I'll bring up right off the bat. Tom Phillips is insufferable. It, it's gone beyond the ooh thing, which uh, Guzzomatic on Twitter said, 48 of them tonight. Mm. 48 of them. He's still counting. Like, he's still doing the gimmick. Good still, for him. He's, still, he's running the gimmick, and I love it. He posts, <laughs> movie review. he posts movie reviews on our forums, and I love it. Head over to those forums, guys. Uh, movies, TV, music. Wrestling, MMA, boxing. We're adding sports soon as well. WWE, I posted this, uh, not a meme, I would say, but Mauro Ranallo was like, he left. WWE's like, see you later, crybaby. And now he is calling stuff in Madison Square Garden for Bellator and Wembley for huge boxing fights that really have helped boxing gain some momentum. He's probably going to be doing the Tokyo Dome in a year or two. Uh, whenever whenever Jim Ross's New Japan contract is up, I would assume that Mauro Ronaldo is going to head back to New Japan and WWE is just going to try to retain Jim Ross themselves. But, I mean, they, they had a guy who could make this different, make this, I don't know. Uh, for what it's worth, I, I pu- published an exclusive story today about why WWE left some of the guys off of Monday Night Raw. You all can head over to Fightful.com to check that out. I'll talk about it more tomorrow. But this is also one of the things that I brought up was the commentary. I was told Triple H in particular hates this shit. Hates it. Does that surprise you, Anna, that Triple H isn't necessarily a proponent of it, but maybe some other – now, I wasn't told who likes it, but I was told that he hates it. Well, all the nicknames and all the ooing and everything like that. The nicknames and the ooing and a lot of that type of stuff. He wants it to be portrayed yeah. more like a sport. Yeah, well, maybe I half read an article to do with something like that about Vince, um, Triple H being annoyed at Vince. It just seems like even with the Ronaldo thing, it's a perfect example of they've never been great at foresight. It's always very of the moment and – some of the biggest things and biggest superstars to come out of the company have happened because they've been pushed into a corner and had to scramble to come together with something. And they hit gold on that because luckily the guys that they had were awesome. Um, I, you know, I'm generalizing big time, but it just, it's still very much about these, this is what we do. These are our players and this is what we care about as opposed to, okay, but what's next? What's, you know, there's so much out there now. It's not just the WWE way. But yeah. Uh, Jeff, this this has been, a th- I mean, like how much branding do you need on a program? 
These are Vince's instincts. Uh, Triple H has at least, from what I've read in his in different interviews and things like that, he gears more towards the wrestling he grew up on, the Harley race, Ric Flair, that old school kind of territory NWA style. I don't have any... I think people may be overvaluing how much input Triple H is going to have even after Vince leaves, because I think it's going to be one of those things that, because I think Stephanie's instincts are very similar. And I, I like to say happy wife, happy life. Um, I think that I think they'll probably be a little bit more give and take there, but I don't, you know what? There, there are just certain things that I, I go, you say it's going to be different. I don't know how different because this look, the system makes money and that's the bottom line. Um, I wanted to circle back on on something you said before this, though. That's non WWE. Do you think Morrow replaces Jim Ross or do you think he gets added on a team with Kevin Kelly? Cause Kevin Kelly's still there doing new Japan. I th- I would imagine they'll take a listen and he I now this is just me speculating. I would imagine he could replace him on both. I okay. would really expect that. That was one of my issues with really one of my only issues with the Okada Omega match is them bringing up five star match, six star match. Yeah, he could have this match in his sleep. I was like, man, that's that's rough and. While powder is a term that's been used in wrestling before, it's very largely out of the the lexicon of like you never hear it anymore. No, like, it's, it's an old very, time it's an old timey phrase, but I I thought you kind of dwelled a little bit on it a little bit much in your review. Yeah, I mean, it's you. it's used mainly mainly when I hear it at some guy setting up his match backstage. Okay. That's when I hear it these days. Uh, that didn't bother me as much as the five, six star type of deal because okay. him saying, oh, he could have a five, six star match in his sleep. That's why would you want to, mm-hmm. you would want to beat that person immediately if you could, but that's, you know, with other than that, you know, I, I thought they got better as it went along, but WWE had a good guy in Mauro Ronaldo who could do this and they started to mess with the formula they added people. They tried to change him after they brought him in to be different, and he's doing quite well outside of WWE. Actually, you know what? Ever ever since you you brought up the the Tom Phillips O thing, I've been noticing it a lot more in Mike Mike uh, not Mike um, yeah Michael Cole uh, commentary mm-hmm. quite a bit more than even Tom Phillips on Raw. I just was really? listening going yeah oh yeah I, I can notice I notice it a lot more. It's almost like I'm I'm concentrating trying not to hear it and then i hear it you know it's just weird anna you mentioned some of the production snafus Mm -hmm. we're gonna get to them but uh they missed a lot of stuff on this show yeah yeah starting with the opening segment actually (laughs) well what did you notice um this the opening segment in general it started off incredibly with the whole band and New Day coming out. And I just absolutely love everything the New Day is doing since coming back. I mean, it's only been the second episode, but it's just, there's new life. They're, they're um, showcasing Xavier more in ring. Thank God. Cause the guy's, he's really good. Um, and then the Usos came out and then it slowly started dropping back, but it wasn't, I don't think it was on the talent at all. It seemed to be, but there was a, a slow thing with production starting up. Um, the 
I keep wanting to say Collins now because I was saying it for so many weeks, the Cologne's <laughs> entrance when um, Fandango was about to get up in their face and all that kind of stuff. And it's just the timing for that whole back section of that promo was completely off So to the point where it just it wasn't good. But I don't, I wouldn't necessarily put that on the talent. Jeff, first time we've seen Kofi Kingston in action for months. Before we get into the promo and stuff, how do you think that he looked? It's I, I tweeted, it seems like every 12 hours or so we're getting an article saying, has returned, has been cleared, is back. WWE is getting a lot of people back right now. Kofi Kingston, Big E, Xavier Woods being back, pushes out guys like Ty Dillinger, American Alpha, who are already not on the show. Mm. But uh, before we attack that, how did you think Kofi looked in the ring after all that time off? In the ring, he looked fine, I thought. I thought he's lost a little bit of the spring in there. But overall, I, I thought he and Xavier, especially guys who weren't generally the two guys working together for the New Day on the team, I thought they worked pretty well together for his first time, especially that first sequence where he was just doing leapfrog, 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 leapfrog. And, and, and you know, that you know if you haven't been in the ring in a while, that could, that could be a uh, – harrowing sequence so um no i I thought he looked fine here uh just to kind of go back with with anna on that sequence i I thought that was going to be hot fire like the first segment of raw in terms of the usos and the new day really jawing at each other and i thought just the planning of having uh fandango and and, or not but brizango the fashion police and then the colognes come out just ruined all the momentum of it really because it just became kind of goofy and stilted after that it was the pacing of it though like the delivery of everything the walking down the ramp all of it just slowed it down so completely they could have gotten away with it otherwise i think i'm not i'm not so sure of that because it was it was building up to be kind of a real fight type feel and then they brought in the comedy and i think Mm -hmm. that kind of just got the got the audience deflated a little bit yeah, they had this this entrance with the the Soul Rebels from New Orleans. This was basically this commercial, or this was a commercial for next year's WrestleMania. Is mm-hmm. what they used to do that. I've seen worse. I like the off 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 Broadway straight out of Compton line about the Usos. <laughs> Other than that, I, I wasn't much on the promo work from anybody. Like from the Usos to New Day to the Colognes to Brizongo. Once we got into the match, this is kind of a point that I've echoed for several different talents, but it, but it works here as well. The, the offense that we're seeing from a lot of these guys we haven't seen before because most of them have been jobbers for, for quite a while. I thought the Colognes were actually particularly good in this match. I really enjoyed them. I thought they did well. They carried most of the match, honestly. Uh, Jeff, I saw you nodding along. He prays on me for noticing that. Oh no, and and I totally agree. the the uh, The delayed suplex spot, especially, I really, you know, I I think the colognes, colognes are possibly, if you wanted to put pure work rate out there, they may be the best team in the division, if they were allowed to kind of do their thing. I I think that that's a that's a discussion that could be had. So I I, I liked seeing them. It's just nobody gives them any reaction because of how they've been treated. But but. In the ring, the stuff they were doing was, was pretty darn good, I thought. We get the commercial picture in picture. Anna, you don't you do not get this, correct? <laughs> no, no, we do not. Just to get reiterate. This I don't know if they'll ever add it. Jeff, have we seen anything that we needed to 
throughout these picture and pictures that you've noticed thus far? Um, not this week. Last week we did. Cause last week we got the, uh, during the women's match, we got the Carmella and Tamina heat spots, mm-hmm. which we never get. We never get to see them on offense usually on television, unless they are in a one-on-one match. But, uh, for, for this week, it was, uh, it was rather a letdown to be honest with you. New day and Brizongo win this match. Uh, Xavier Woods lands a nice dive over the top rope onto multiple opponents. Pretty fair match. It took up a good chunk of the show, about a what seemed like a quarter of the show, probably more than that. Is it wrong and that I, Byron Saxton popped me on commentary during this match? What, what was it? <laughs> They're talking about the New Day and the beads. And JBL goes, oh, that's like that's like uh, currency down on Bourbon Street. You know, he and Tom are kind of yeah. the wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And Byron just doing the, the Carlton Banks character that he does it. I'm going down later to sing karaoke. I, just, <laughs> I, died. I absolutely died at that. Uh, he's become self-aware. Anna, anything to add to this opening segment? Um, I thought it was a fun match. I love seeing Breezango and New Day together, especially Tyler Breeze and Xavier Woods, just because of their history from NXT and everything. There was a bad botch. I think it was on Jey Uso when Fandango was trying to clothesline him over the top rope, yeah. and he wasn't there in time, and then kind of like fell back in and then rolled out underneath. Yeah, there was this, this breakdown spot yeah. that looked like it was going to get super messy, like everybody in the ring at the same time, and that was really about the only thing that, that went awry there, so they they got up pretty easily. I may be alone, and I probably am, but I love the annoying, worrying Sami Zayn, Anna. I have, I, like I've said it in the past, I love this guy. I love... I can relate to the overthinking and the anxiety and stuff, but it seems like it's just the reactions that he gets from everyone else backstage, especially the the guys that are considered the cool guys of the group. It's always like he's this social pariah because he's overthinking things. And as someone who can identify with Sami Zayn, I'm like, guys, what's, there's nothing wrong with us. We just, we're concise. Um, but I think Shinsuke did save that whole segment with the <laughs> I like him at the end. That was that was cool. And I kind of felt like maybe there was a little F you from Sammy in that oh, the overzealousness that he <laughs> delivered that promo. Um, I liked it. I, I thought it was good. I thought they, they kind of protected Shinsuke Nakamura because oh, I hope to God they've seen that the more than a couple words probably isn't going to work with him. Jeff, Zane, Styles, Nakamura. Also, we'll talk about the, the later segment between Corbin, Ziggler, and Owens. What were your thoughts? Agree with Anna that Nakamura's line was pretty dry. <laughs> and especially just kind of the, the, look, the look on his face when he was giving it. Um, no, I had a conversation on Twitter with someone tonight during that segment because I don't like the Sami Zayn thing, but that I'll admit it's possibly my cynicism about it possibly being a little bit too close to what they think of him in terms of management. And that yeah. colors my reaction to it. And I was trying to think, how would I, as a writer, write this character? And I would think I would get it away from the Sammy Zayn persona. And this would be, you remember the, the old Owen Hart blue blazer segments and how they're kind of this annoyingly type of funny type thing. And in the end, it helped make Owen Hart, 
the person and the performer much bigger in front of the audiences. That's kind of how I would do it here personally. Cause I think, yeah, I think Sammy gets too good of a reaction because people still know he's a great, great wrestler. And I think that the character is kind of conflicting a little bit with that on, on some certain level. Now, do I think he might be a million dollar character? I can't say, but I think that this, goofy type of thing i don't know if they have a see you always have to wonder do they have a redemption in sight for the way that they're portraying him and i'm not certain they ever plan that far ahead everybody always says wait for it to plan out but the but this is not a writing staff that is allowed to plan long term and it can be changed on a whim so i don't you have to judge in the here and now. And in the here and now, I think it takes away slightly from it. I admit it's very, very funny. I just don't know the purpose of it. That's all. I think you, you hit on it perfectly, though. They, they're they playing up what seems like is naturally there. You know, you can hear it in all the interviews. That's, that's Sammy. But they, like most of the time, don't know how to write for them specifically. So they end up writing this stereotype. Right. Um, I actually went away from that segment going, okay, I hope in the match at the end of the night, it's Sammy's the one that has the plan. Sammy's the one that gets the win. And they did. They delivered on that. Um, so I, you know, as, as long as they're balancing it like that, it's not as big an issue. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's the same with Corbin in a way. They have a general idea of who this guy is and then they try and write it, but they don't understand it enough or understand the nuances enough to actually get it across. Right, the corollary they, they I make exactly like they write Baron Corbin. Like, I mean, yeah. you see that you see them cut the same exact promos. Well, you you yeah. see that you you see the the storylines of the heel heel. I'm going to give you a title shot story appearing with Miz, and then with Alexa Bliss, and then in 205 Live. Um, I, I thought the closest corollary to Sami Zayn would be Bailey, and that they are just straight ahead oh. baby faces that are endearing and have endearing characteristics and. In this world, for some reason, that's a natural turnoff, which I, I mean, always... it, carry, it carries over to the main event programs here. I mean, your top two heels on the show are running very similar gimmicks, the anti-American type of deal, mm-hmm. holding the two top titles on that show. But I thought those were fantastic points about Zane from both of you. Uh, Thank you. Zack Ryder's back. Now, we've heard that Braun Strowman is cleared. Dash Wilder is cleared. Kofi Kingston's back in the ring. Uh, Paige is hoping to make a comeback. We'll maybe talk about that uh, at some other point. But Summer Rae is cleared. Don't know what they're doing with her. <laughs> Getting a lot of people back all at the same time, Anna. Yeah, it's awesome. But really like cool. you said earlier, it's it's a case now of rewriting these people back in and still accommodating all the people that they brought up in the meantime. Um, there was someone at the start of the show that had a missing person signed for Ty Dillinger. And it's it's kind of feeling like that. It really is. Yeah. Uh, so this – well, I'll transition into this. Uh, Zach Ryder says he has unfinished business with Mojo Raleigh as a team. Does one turn on the other, Jeff, or do we see a run? They are still owed a tag title shot from last year. I don't know if they know yet, but it, I mean, I, I it, we, we, we have a few too many partners turning on each other of late, Yeah, but it seems to be a go-to. Um, You know what? And if they were going to do it, I'd make Zack Ryder the guy who beats up, who beat up Tyler Breeze tonight. 
that's how I would do it. In, unless they're not, unless they're, they're holding that off for American Alpha, but they already have heels who can do that. I, I, I guess I, I, I'm one of those guys who was very happy to see Zack Ryder back because Zack Ryder is a guy who got himself be WWE a- champion in one month based on the trends. <laughs> yeah, he's a guy who got himself over and then got yes, punished did. for getting himself over. And he loves the business. And you know what? If if it helps even Mojo a little bit, because there's part of me that finds him goofy charming. I don't know why. I just do. But I'd like to see them have a nice little run as a team here uh, but before, been, before breaking up, if they're going to break them up. I've been rather enjoying Mojo's promos lately, the abbreviated backstage stuff. I think he's been getting pretty good at that, like, you know, showing a little more. Yeah, when, no, when he turns off the dude bro stuff, it, yeah. it, it, it's he he becomes a rather compelling character, as if it's like, no man, the Mojo character is something I turn on, and here's when the camera's off, man. I'm just being real, you know. It's like okay, let's, you know. You know what's it, what's nice about this new? I wrote down it's like this more somber, confused Mojo, but it's it's nice that there is actually a character that used to have this outlandish party thing going, but he's actually learning something. And there's actually a transition happening as opposed to Enzo or someone else. I wrote it's, it's kind of like watching a string on a bow being pulled back and it's about to launch into something cool. You so know what I, it is for me, for me at least. I, I'm sorry. I, I did I thought I actually jumped on you there. I thought you were done. Um, I, the, 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 no, the the self-awareness part of it, where it's almost like he's an actual real athlete in a real sport going, yeah, you know what? I, You know what? He's a lot better than he was two months ago. It was actually an endearing moment of reality yeah. as opposed to kind of the contrived, <laughs> what is it that Ginger said? The sword of, en- it will be my sword of enlightenment against you. I just, that is such a dumb phrase. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, uh, Jeff, you mentioned maybe Zack Ryder attacked Tyler Breeze. We'll talk about this fashion file segment. The two obvious guesses, maybe Zack Ryder, American Alpha, Anna, what way do you think it goes? Um, for the sake of American Alpha, I hope it's them. Um, though someone tweeted at me saying, could it possibly be the same person who's on each brand beating up the tag teams? And then my mind immediately went, oh, it's John Cena then free agent so uh, but for the sake of american alpha having something please let it be them you watch it'll be the ascension and then we'll all just like god ah, damn it no but we've already seen the ascension in that yeah. weird little thing that they were doing that still don't, yeah it happens Backstage, well, actually, I'll get to that later. Naomi defeated Tamina. Lana uh, comes out, gets a big pop, and then we want Rusev chance, Jeff. Some light ones, but they existed. Oh, they existed, and Lana was trying not to corpse during that, if, if you <laughs> yeah. watch her, because she heard them. Um, yeah. I still think they're keeping them apart for a while. Anna, thoughts? Um, I kind of really want to see Rusev in Lana's gimmick, just for shits and giggles. Um, like, it was a really weird visual to see Lana in the ball gown standing by ringside while these two women fought. I said it was like watching the ghost of wrestling past come to haunt the shit out of Naomi or something. Um, 
I'm curious to see where they go with her. I'm curious to see what happens at Money in the Bank. Um, someone tweeted at me about hoping that sh- they would lose the whole dress thing. If she can pull off wrestling in that kind of attire, that'd be cool to see. But given she almost stacked it tonight, um, I don't know, just practically speaking, and she's still new to in-ring, I would just say give her like a sparkly something. But, you know, I get where they're going with this. I just, I hope they can pull it off. I think she can, but I hope they can for her. Naomi and Tamina, this was much better than I expected. This may have been the best Tamina singles match I've seen since her match with Beth Phoenix like five years ago. I thought she did very well for – I don't think she's had a singles televi- a single one-on-one televised match since like January of last year. It's been a long, long time. She did that hip, hip attack in the corner very good. Mania. Mania? No, one-on-one, I said. Oh, one-on-one. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Not a multiple person deal. Naomi gets the win. Afterwards, Lana hits the hammerlock spine buster on Naomi. Jeff, there is it's very polarizing the the <laughs> situation, the discussion of Lana's finish. I know that your co-host Rob from Shake Them Ropes hates it. I don't think it's that bad. I find it interesting how protected she is. I, I'll put it that way. Um, she's super over. She's over, yeah. Um, but again, as you make the point, she hasn't been in a singles match. It, it, it's the. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Drifter, uh, hey, let her be nine one one. She can come out there and hammerlock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is the enforcer. Frankenstein comes on, comes in, chokes. Oh, yeah, goes out. Oh, sure, yeah, that's what I want. Like Kane, um, exactly. Let her be the female Kane who's coming out. Um, pro wrestling, they can write her as anything they want. Look, this is this is the storyline uh, instincts kicking in. So I, I you know, I, the match itself, I, I think people are a bit too hard on Tamina from time to time. She's she's not the cool. best worker in the division, but I think she's a better Nia Jackson. Nia Jax is right now uh, in some ways. That is not high praise, Jeff. <laughs> I'm not trying to have high praise, but but there, I look. There's something I like about. Tamina, I don't know what it is. I think it's just her it, kind of. It's her. You know what she looks like? It, it's her drawl sense of humor because she has I, it, and when she pulls it out, 
it kills. Like there was a moment when she was in Team Bad when uh, Sasha is like imitating the Bellas doing that thing. And all Sasha and all Tamina does is just point and go, would you look at that? And it just, it's, it's great. She has that kind of sardonic type of thing. She should never cut promos. She, she should be the female 911 come in choke slam people and stuff like that but i don't trust her to do it no but i think i, I think anybody expecting a uh there's going to be some smoke and mirrors in this in this lana naomi match mm-hmm. i think and and it's it's to tell a story more than to have a great match. never trust a woman who wrestles in gear that looks like she could go out to the club in december right <laughs> afterwards like she looks like she is just ready to be out all night all night. Uh, Anna, any thoughts about this match, the Lana situation? Also, kind of a production snafu. JBL, you can see it in the back if you watch it again. Somebody actually sent us a video of it. I'll, I'll retweet it. JBL catches himself saying championship belt, and then you see him off screen like cursing about Like he's so mad. <laughs> oh, he's probably getting yelled at in his headphones. It's probably yeah, him. <laughs> he is livid about this. He's so upset. And I, they, they pick and choose a bit more what to be upset about from the production standpoint. Um, yeah. It was I, I was happy to see a singles to me in a match. To be honest, and you know I I feel bad hearing hearing you talk about her every week, Sean. So I'm glad that she's she's getting a shot. Um, I don't know this this from a small person watching her do her work. It reminded me of an episode of Breaking Ground where. Naya was, I think, swinging Dana Brooke around and then hurt Dana Brooke or something. Um, but Tamina did a, a spot where she swung Naomi and it made me go, well, I mean, I like being short, but that's, I feel like that's what I'm missing out on. Maybe if I took up shot put, then I could be able to do that. Um, <laughs> but I know if I'm having these kind of random, weird, entertaining, self-entertaining thoughts during these matches, then I am being entertained. So I liked it. Yeah, I Anna, for, Anna, for most ridiculous, I want either a shot put or a hammer throw from you <laughs> just to see if you can do it. That would oh, be my great. Gym <laughs> hey, we're always looking up ways to switch up the formats of our shows and stuff. You could take it out of the studio setting. Yeah, I, I, I might I, be I doing like this weekend. I might be. I like this match between Naomi and Tamina, and I did not expect that. We had a Jinder Mahal promo. His delivery is a little different. I don't know exactly how I feel about it. I'll get your thoughts uh, momentarily. The Singh brothers clapping in the background, though, is very funny. Yes. Uh, Randy Orton drills Jinder Mahal with a perfect RKO. This may be the first time that Orton has gotten to Mahal and ended up on top when all is said and done after all this. They've been working really, really hard to get Jinder Mahal over here. Uh, Randy Orton got a great reaction, had a very concise promo backstage. Anna, anything stand out about this to you? Um, he had a LED red carpet for his entrance. Um, that Pretty was cool. an upgrade from the sperm that Randy Orton got at WrestleMania. Um, it's kind of the same promo as always. Um, I've now learned to diffuse the situation in my mind to just have an article ready to read on the side in case um, today's was about dumb and dumber sequel. And there's a new lawsuit with some of the producers or something. So that was interesting. Um, and yeah, the RKO, which was 
something that we always, I mean, obviously it's Randy Orton's move, but that was a new thing to this whole thing. So I was glad that that happened and I'm happy to see that there is an end hopefully coming to this at Money in the Bank. Um, And I thought the promo after with Orton was great. It just made me go, you know, reporters, sometimes actions speak louder than words and you don't need to keep following up with this stuff. But, you know, it's written as a job, so. Jeffrey. Uh, Jinder had the emotion in his promo. He just didn't have the words. Because the words were your most comic book supervillain, scenery-chewing, monologuing. <laughs> but do you expect anything else at this point? No, I don't. I don't. Been good at delivery. I don't, but this is the first time you're, you're – I heard, like I said – it will be my sword of enlightenment as I cut through. I'm just like, oh, come on. <laughs> you know, this is Vince falling in love. With, this is a writer falling in love with his monologue. And I, I you can just see the writer. Oh, this will sound great when he comes out of his mouth. Um, <laughs> I love that RKO. Uh, I thought it was, for all the production snafus we've been discussing, I think it was one of the better shot, um, not tipped to the audience, uh, things on the show. And if I have one wish for this match at Money in the Bank, I want Bob Orton wearing a cast hitting the Singh brothers. That's why no, I, I don't I don't think he ever hits anybody in the WWE anymore. <laughs> Not after Undertaker uh No, that's true. went banana backstage about old uh Bobby having the hep. <laughs> That'll happen though. Yeah, you know, you you put one of the all time greats at risk to getting hepatitis C. You might get in some shit, Jeff. Oh, yeah, you know, um, you know, it's been known to happen. Um, people complained about. a little bit about Abdullah the Butcher. You know, guys who worked hardcore styles. Yeah, yeah. Charlotte Flair defeated Natalia. These two had an awesome match years ago, and this is before I think Charlotte really hit her stride, and she was hitting like an early stride back then. Uh. Becky Lynch watching sideways, as she has to do. Charlotte hits a moonsault. Natalia sit down powerbomb. Pretty good stuff again. Good showing from the women tonight. Anna, did this motivate you to get out and just heave that hammer? Oh, always. Always. That's Charlotte is my inspiration for a lot of that. Um, I'm very curious to see where they go with her um, after this whole – gimmick change up and playing her more on the face side and everything it's it's cooled her it's cooled her down a lot um and i i'm very curious to hear if that was deliberate to give the shine to some of the other women in the division or if like what the reasoning is behind that um i'm not against it uh because then she's still pulling out matches like this and i thought it was a good match um, that was a brutal-looking sit-out powerbomb from Natty to Charlotte. But then this is another situation where the production team seemed to have fallen in love with the briefcase hanging up at the rafters, um, and then all of a sudden they looked back down and Charlotte had won. Also, Charlotte selling just absolute terror in the middle of that powerbomb I thought was very, very good mm-hmm. too. She would have rather been anywhere in the world but on Natalia's shoulders at that given moment. Jeff, we we got this. Now, they couldn't have done qualifiers for this match. There aren't enough girls. Unless they have each girl in succession defeat La Luchadora or something like that. 
which actually could have been pretty fun. But for for a nothing match, a couple of nothing matches, really, that, that didn't have any real relevance to Sunday, I thought the women did very, very good on this episode of SmackDown. Yeah, um, it, it's wrong to compare this to the NXT match. Uh, mostly, one, due to the stakes, and two, in my opinion, that, that NXT match was more of a natty carry job of Charlotte, who was still really learning in the ring, especially at a big moment to, to help her out here. Here, uh, this is mostly Charlotte being the ring general. I think, I you know what, I think Charlotte has one of my top three favorite moonsaults ever. You know, I think Muda and Vader yeah. are probably in that discussion for me, but I love watching her do moonsaults uh, because she is so tall and she does have that kind of graceful gymnastics type of background where she really hits it crisp. I think I think it's 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 darn good. I thought it probably should have been the finish here. Um, I, I think Natty did, did fine in, in the match too. I, I just it, it was one of those things where they were going to for the spots. They gave them some time. I'm going to be very interested in this money in the bank women's match. I really am because it can be, it could be better than we think it's going to be, or it could devolve into a train wreck. Potentially it can go either way. I think, but uh, I, I think the women deserve it. And I think they, there may be a slight change to the lineup as well. Um, based on the Lana Naomi match, but uh, you know, we'll see, but, but I'm excited to see, especially what Becky, Natty and uh, Charlotte can do uh, in this kind of match. Main event time. Sami Zayn, AJ Styles, Nakamura defeated Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, and Kevin Owens. This is standard match. Zayn hit his dive on just Owens, which kind of bums me out because I had put over how well he had done about hitting it on people that are either just giants or two at once. That way it the risk-to-reward ratio seemed a lot more plausible that way. No stakes, bad commentary, okay match. I really, really like Sami Zayn just having Baron Corbin's number at all costs. Just no matter the situation, unless Baron Corbin attacks him backstage, Sami Zayn just has his number. I I think that's kind of cool. It's a good little story. It's like he can be the underdog. But he can always just topple this one guy that most people can't. Afterward, Corbin attacks with a ladder, but Anna production misses it. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, because there was a briefcase hanging up in the rafters that was really shiny and pretty looking. Um, and that's that's <laughs> what they value. That's what they value over their actual in-ring talent who are literally beating each other up with ladders. Jeff. Hmm. You wanted to go into the promo because we, we kind of passed over that. And I know you had something to say about that. The uh, Owens Ziegler Corbin promo. I didn't have anything to say about it. it oh, I thought scary. you did. I thought you really liked it. My, I, I, I apologize. Well, I was trying okay. to set you, I was trying to set you up for once, Mr. Producer man. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I, it was, it was a match. It was its thing. It gave, it gave the, uh, you know, it gave the couple moments that will uh, be brought up probably during the match. Oh, Nakamura, remember, he was shown at the end of SmackDown with the briefcase, which means he probably won't win the briefcase. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it, it was uh, six guys who are very, very good, or at least five of them are very, very good, and one's getting better, um, doing a 
very light house show style match to sell the pay-per-view. That's what it was. Fair, fair. Now let's, let's go ahead while we have about 13. Ah, we got a little bit longer than that. Money in the bank this Sunday. Hmm. It's prediction time. First off, I'll say I think Jinder Mahal is going to retain this uh, WWE championship over Randy Orton. I do think it'll come with the help of the Singh brothers. Or if it doesn't, like maybe even Jinder's a little surprised. Maybe if he's able to beat Randy Orton clean, like we get that look from him like, oh shit, maybe I can do this by myself type of thing. Or he doesn't Uh, know about the interference. Maybe, sure. Or yeah, yeah, maybe that gives him a false sense of confidence. That would be very cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. I like that idea. Uh, Jeff, your thoughts? Uh, I like that idea. I think they're going to go with Jinder, or Randy Orton will win by DQ, uh, but Jinder will retain the title. Anna? Um, I haven't put a lot of thought into this one. Uh, yeah, like I'm, I'm not going to bullshit you on that because of the whole thing. I've just kind of tried to avoid it in my mind. But it does raise the question for me, if Jinder is going to retain them, who's next for him? Any ideas? I think the Orton feud continues into yeah, a, into into a uh, stipulation match where Randy eventually wins, probably at SummerSlam. This is where we can talk about this John Cena free agency deal. It's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a way to get him on Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. That's about it. <laughs> I guess we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> Money in the Bank ladder match. <laughs> I think it undermines the brand split, and this is their move. This is their move when ratings are down. They did this with The Undertaker to try and, and, and build up for uh, WrestleMania. Now they're going to do it with Cena, and I think it's ridiculous, to be honest with you. But go ahead. Sorry. And let, let's be honest. Pardon my language, guys, but they fucking smack down. Mm-hmm. And have all along. The Undertaker shows up, like, last November. I'm back to dig holes and take <laughs> souls and go away for two months and then show up on Raw. Yep. Uh, that's rough. Money in the Bank ladder match. Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, Baron Corbin, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, Shinsuke Nakamura. Anna, who you got? Oh, in a dream world, I would love Sami Zayn to win this, but it's not a dream world. So I don't, I don't know. A uh, Sami Zayn winning? <laughs> like overthinking his cash-ins? <laughs> well, you get, to oh the top of the, you get to the top of the ladder and then just be like, wait, do I really want to do this? Yeah. Right? Every time he runs down, with the, every time he runs down with the briefcase, he stops halfway and just no, no, no. I'm going, I'm going back <laughs> up. I don't want to cash it in right now. He's you really strong. need a ref. You really need a ref that'll milk it as he's like trying to decide if he wants to hand the ref that yeah. that briefcase. He's pacing in the ring. Oh my god! I think <laughs> yeah, it's a difficult the baby. place to live mentally. It is a very difficult place to live. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. God, that sounds so good. I'm going to cash it in now. Nope, 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 nope. Not going to do it now. <laughs> I am like going back back a little bit to the match that we had tonight and going back to your point about doing the suicide dive just on KO. It brought back for me Fight Club Sammy that we had a couple of months ago that was just getting his nose bloodied every single week Just and it could easily just be his beating himself up. It, it was like he was asking for it in, in a sense. 
Um, I am seriously concerned for this man's welfare um, going into this match because knowing all of them, AJ too, they are going to give it their all. Um, yeah, that's just, yeah, that's where I'm sitting with this one. It'd be a great match, but I'm I am from a not paternal because I, I can barely look after a plant, but I'm worried. I'm of the belief Baron Corbin's going to take this, Jeff. I think they're going to pay off on your previous statement. You know how Sami Zayn always has Baron Corbin's number. I think <laughs> Sami's going to be climbing that ladder. Here comes. I Baron, hope he does. Here comes Baron Corbin. Takes him out. Baron Corbin gets the briefcase. Hmm. That could be good. Usos versus New Day SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Jeffrey. (laughs) Well, we'll get Uh, back to it. I think they prolong the feud and the Usos win this match somehow. They steal a pin, like a blind super kick or something to that effect. Anna. Yeah, I agree. I think New Day is still riding high on the very long... No, I'm I'm happy about it. I'm just thinking. Serious thinking voice. That's Um, that's her. She has a thinking voice. She needs to put on Sean Ross Sapp. Sometimes I think things, and that comes with a thinking voice. Um, I think they're still riding high off the off the run from Raw, and I think it'll be cool to see them play underdogs for a little while and just have a lot of fun with it with Brizango. Yeah. I'm writing writing this down. Hold on. Sometimes I think things. Okay. That's been a thing for a while. It's on my Instagram byline. I know. It's called a a callback. We almost had a shirt made with that on it. (laughs) Almost. Anna, what was the the point that you, that I kind of interrupted you on regarding money in the bank? Which one? The ladder match. Oh, Jesus, never mind. Money in the Bank ladder match for the Women's Championship. <laughs> Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Natalia, Tamina, Carmella. Uh, logically, I'm thinking Charlotte because I don't know if anybody else could do that. But I don't know. Carmel- if I'm talking about entertainment, Carmella with James Ellsworth with this briefcase could be good. But I, I don't know. I don't know if they, they view her of that level. Jeff, who are you picking to win this match? I think Charlotte wins it. I think Naomi gets added after getting screwed out of the women's title mat of the women's title. I think they put the title on Lana. They put Naomi as part of the original six into this uh, money in the bank match. And, but she still has the rematch clause in her back pocket if she wants it. So I think, I think it becomes a six person match, but I think Charlotte wins. So that, that kind of gives your prediction for the women's championship match. Mm-hmm. I'm believing the same thing as it pertains to Naomi versus Lana. Anna, you can go ahead and give your prediction uh, of Naomi versus Lana since they kind of tie into this as well. Yeah, I mean, I made I brought it up last week. It would be interesting if they did that, the amount of heat, in-ring heat, that would happen if Lana did win it, even just momentarily. Um, i kind of thinking Charlotte won't win just because – Back to what I said earlier about wanting to know the reasoning behind why they changed her up. I think there is a severe heel turn coming. Um, so I just, and I don't think that happens if she wins, if she wins the briefcase. It, 
if Naomi is added to this, maybe Naomi or Becky, that would make a lot more sense if it's one of the girls that she has been working with. Um, but maybe I'm just reading too much into that. I am female Sami Zayn, so it makes sense. Guys, we are live after Money in the Bank on Sunday. Tune in tomorrow to the list and your boy. Me and Jimmy Van are going to talk about this, this proposed debate between Vince Russo and Jim Cornette. I can tell you from the financials that Jimmy threw out to me, he is very serious about making this happen. He asked me if I'd be able to moderate it. I said, well, yeah, Jim Cornette lives in Louisville. Vince lives in Indiana. I could make that work. I could make that work any day of the week. I might not survive it. No. I could die. It's going to ask if he knew how to moderate a knife fight. Let's be honest. I've gotten along with Jim the few times I've met him. He probably doesn't even remember me. I get along with Vince personally. Those guys ain't fighting anybody. Not each other, not anybody else. Neither one of them is going to fight anybody. It ain't happening. It ain't so happening. An- so, Anna, how do you envision this show once you're hosting it? <laughs> What's up, you guys? <laughs> Doesn't have the same ring to it. Hey, guys, if you all want a uh, Fightful shirt, head over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Fightful. Send a picture of yourself in it. We'll, we'll uh, greatly appreciate it. We'll follow you. We'll do, we'll do all that fun jazz. Head over to uh, the forums. We have a contest going right now for next week's list and your boy. Uh, so that would be the, 20, the, yeah, the 21st. Correctly guess... How many times Vince Russo will say bro during his segment <laughs> and the winner gets a Phil Singer game starter pack. Go over to our forums, open discussion. You'll see it with a sticky at the top. Good times, you guys. The Fightful Forums get registered. I love it. If you all want to sponsor a Fightful podcast, email me, sean at fightful.com. We'll, we'll talk money, guys. Yeah. little little Gato yeah. action. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> who, who am I going to get to join me for the the post Slammiversary and New Japan special podcast? Who am I? Who's going to do that? I'm at the New Japan shows. So are you? Are yeah. you? So it ain't going to be you all. I see Anna hiding behind her hand. It's like not me. Don't call me out, please. If if you want to pay me for all of that, I'm happy to. What the hell? Why, why would I not? Wow, Anna, hold it, Anna holding you up for money on the air. That's my girl. I don't pay. I don't pay people for the members only shows because those are goodwill gestures. Everything else, there's the shirt. Have I not paid you for a podcast, Anna. I have oh. thoughts as long as you pay me. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Sometimes go. I think things as long as a dollar sign is attached. Mm-hmm. Girls get eight. No, but I, I am I am wondering, Sean, um when when will I be receiving my Fightful T shirt? I've been ah. checking the mail every day. I still haven't got it. I don't know. When is the next Olympics? In general or in Australia? <laughs> Do you I'm gonna be waiting a long time if that's the case. Do you have follow special up, like Australian question. Olympics? Follow up question, how's that Australian hammer throw team? Because I think it might be <laughs> shirt idea. Shirt idea. Well, they've just found a new contestant, so. Oh, yeah. 
I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Uh, guys, as I mentioned, I will be here Saturday afternoon for UFC Singapore. I am not sure if Carlos and Steven are doing a show after Kovalev Ward on Saturday night, but we do have live coverage. I'll keep you all updated. I'll ask Carlos. If so, I'll, I'll put out the information as it pertains to that. But uh, please share the show. Like us on Twitter, Facebook. Give us a thumbs up on YouTube. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher. Leave us a nice review there. Uh, most importantly, spread the word. Let people know that you visited Fightful.com. Retweet our stories. Anything like that really helps. We are still very much a growing site. And pro wrestling websites are very much a thing of habit as well. So we're looking to uh, break some of those old habits. Jeff, you have a pretty bad habit, and his name is Rob McCarron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as, I told, uh, as I told Alex, uh, if you need help getting to sleep, Rob sometimes put me to sleep mid-show. Um, <laughs> now, come on. I, I said you that took that jest. so out of context. Uh, yeah, you know, you took that out of context. We're having a nice I did not. Show. I'm just saying I said that in jest. I like Rob. He was on one of my oh. members-only shows yes, recently, which you all can see at Fightful.com by registering. Uh, we will be on Shake Them Ropes, which I will be recording 30 seconds after I finish this show. Uh, we'll be talking Raw, SmackDown, Money in the Bank, much like we did on this show. Rob wants to talk Billy Gunn in New Japan. So I think that's going to be quite an interesting conversation. Uh, probably just trolling me because I paid for the shows. Um, and you can follow that show at Shake Them Ropes. Anna, you had a new episode of Most Ridiculous. Guys, go check out Most Ridiculous. Like I said, share uh, Most Ridiculous as well. That stuff is uh, very good. I I just know one day we're going to wake up and it's going to have 432,000 views on it. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. This week, we... Well, we we go in-depth into where American Alpha have been recently. Um, we take a look at the Madden Finals tournament and the conspiracy happening behind that because we all know it's all about politics. And we also take a look at Attack Pro Wrestling show from last weekend, Press Start 5, between Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne, and you should all check that out because it was awesome. But also check out my show first and then Yeah, please, please do that, guys. <laughs> Priorities, people. I'm really good at this marketing thing. Jeff, have you started like an advent calendar to count the days until you get to see Billy Gunn wrestle? You can kiss my ass. <laughs> I, am, I am so... Oh, man. It's like, New Japan's come to Long Beach, and I get Billy Gunn. And, okay, great. Yeah. For, for the reference, guy, for, for reference, Hiroshi Tanahashi, guys, facing Billy Gunn. Does it go 20? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> what a rib. <laughs> what a fucking rib. Oh, that's it, guys. Until next time, we're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.